Oh, let me tell you about the joy of the Lord. He is my strength. Yes, he is. Yes, he, he is. is my strength for real. Cause that child. Hey guys, welcome to the Mary and Martha podcast. My name is Christina. And my name is Keisha and I am black and happy to be here. Praise God, me too, because we've had a little bit of audio issues lately, but you know, we're going to rebuke that devil right about now. I rebuke you, Beezlebub. You are not going to control our audio today in the name of Jesus. Is it Beezlebub or is it Belzebub? Beezlebub? <laughs> so welcome guys to the Mary and Martha podcast where we gather weekly to concentrate, commune, contemplate, and celebrate how God's word guides us on how to live empowered and purpose-filled lives. Am I loud? I, yeah, you're you're mad loud. I was trying to do it on FaceTime so that you couldn't, but yeah, you're mad loud. Like if you look at the recording, you are at the top of the thing every single time you say something. But anyway, yes, we are so excited that you're here to join us. So what we try to do is in between audio issues, in between the wilds of the devil, in between um, this Yeti microphone and Zancaster, we try to create a safe space for black women <laughs> who love Jesus. Okay. And and all our friends who also love Jesus too. Some of the people who, who may just want to be here just to talk about things. Listen, we try to get it popping, and we're glad that you're here to join us. And um, we're just we're gonna jump right in. We're gonna jump right in right after Christina lies to you about how long the podcast is gonna be. Go ahead. <laughs> our podcasts are always in the thirty minutes. First of all, and we'll be here coming at you every Thursday. So if you want to connect with us, come visit us on IG at Mary and Martha Podcast. Our email address is marymarthapodcast at gmail.com. And our website is www.marymarthapodcast.com. So let's jump right on into our Mary and Martha moment. Keisha, you have been relaxing all week. So I would love to hear what your moment is. So let me tell you right now, um, I have had the distinct pleasure and joy of being on vacation Mm. for the last almost two weeks. Okay. Jesus. Um, that being said, I somehow was able to have a, Mar- a Martha moment in the midst of this. And I just don't understand. This is what I did, right? Even though I was on vacation, like every other black woman, I found a way to give myself work to do on this vacation. And Joseph has been telling me over and over and over again, just sit your behind down and rest. And I'm like, okay, I got to do this. I got to do that. Oh my God, I got to clean the whole house. Okay. So now I got to plan out Monday and Tuesday. I'm going to clean this. Wednesday, I'm going to clean this. Thursday, I'm going to clean this. Friday, I'm going to clean this. I get to Wednesday, I'd clean nothing. Absolutely nothing. (laughs) All of Monday and Tuesday, pretty much sleeping. And then Wednesday, Beyonce going to release Homecoming. So I couldn't clean that day. So then it gets to Thursday. You didn't clean my listening homecoming? No, no, no. I was watching homecoming. There's no way because you've got to watch the ink tricacies. There was I wasn't about to miss something <laughs> vacuuming. Are you joking me? No. I hadn't even taken a shower when I came home from the gym. Anyway, anyway, I'm getting distracted. The point is, is that I was like, okay, I'm on my Martha stuff because I'm like, I got all this stuff to do. I'm distracted, blah, blah, blah. And God had given me all this time to rest. And so mm. then Joseph goes... Um, I need you to sit down and you continue resting. I've hired someone to come and clean the house on Saturday. Do you know? His name? Do you know how much I love that man? Anyway, that's how my boo took me out of my Martha moment this week. 
What about you, sis? Praying, praying you were a little better than me. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I was in frustration central. So, like, whenever I get really frustrated, like when I feel overwhelmed and overworked, and you ever seen like gum? Where if you pull it apart, it starts to change colors. Like you start to be able to see through it. Gum is probably the best example that I have. Okay. Or like slime. Right. Or like whatever them kids be using with the tide and all the colors and stuff like that. They they pull it apart. Okay. I felt like that. Like you, I was so pulled in different directions that you could see through me. Okay. And the through me that you could see was the frustration that you could see. So, you know, I got a little snapalicious this week. But... I had to refocus myself. And that's one thing that I told God this morning is, God, I want to see you today. I need you to show up in a way that only you can that will make me feel less stressed. And let me tell you, my Lord did at the gym. So, um, you know, he just reminded me that he's there. He's always working in the background, even when I don't think that he is hearing me or doing what I think that he should do. Um He's, 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 he's working. He's working. So I got a great call and I'm having a great meeting tomorrow. So hopefully I'll have some great news next week. Praise. Oh, I am excited Lord. for you to tell the people about your news, but we're we going to hold off <sighs> until God says go. My God, my God, my God. So, okay. So our group chat for today. Um, so, have you ever been in a situation where you feel like I'm sorry, your purpose you is- always start your group chat with like some deep philosophical question? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, most of the time your answer is yes. So have you ever felt like I'm so? Sorry. Look at me being Martha. Go ahead. Mm. Look at you, Mary. Bring it back to Mary. Get- Go. Mm. <laughs> Anyways, have you ever felt like God um, was wants to use you, but you're not quite sure how? Like you have a job and you work that job, but you kind of feel like, you know, Lord, if you allow me to quit this job and be going to ministry full time, you know how much I can do for you? Like, you know how much I, I got going on? Or if you're like, okay, God, mm-hmm. I, you know, I have this other job that I'm doing this career, but I really feel like I should be focusing on helping kids. Like, but I really don't know how to do it and what direction that I, I want to go in. Um, but I feel like we get caught up in the end game, but we're not looking at the baby steps on how to get there. Mm. So this group chat, I want to kind of talk about how to allow God to use what you already have in order for him to get you to where you need to be in his purpose. Okay. Okay. So, so God, meet me where I'm at. God. I need you to show up right here, right now. Here. Okay. Here. So Luke 5. Um, I am obsessed with the book of Luke right now. Yeah, I get these obsessions with these books of the Bible, you do. but I'm obsessed with that you do. Mm-hmm. I do. You know, I just love the, the word of God is actually very illuminating. So anyway, no, it's, so it's Luke five. five. The obsession thing that you do, that that's just weird. You don't just go, oh, I'm reading Luke this month, or I'm reading <laughs> whatever book this month you go I'm obsessed with Luke this month <laughs> first of all Luke Martha <laughs> I am at the feet of Jesus I'm sorry right you got go ahead thank you mm. thank you so Luke 5 chapter 1 and I'm going to read 1 through 11 so as the crowd was pressing in on Jesus to hear God's word he was standing by Lake Genesaret mm-hmm. he saw two boats at the edge of the lake 
two boats. Um, the fishermen had left them and were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, which belonged to Simon, and asked him to put out a, a little from the land. Then he sat down and was teaching the crowds from the boat. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into deep water and let your nets for let down your nets for a catch. Master, Simon replied, we've worked hard all night long and caught nothing. But if you say so, I let down the nets. When they did this, they caught a great number of fish and their nets began to tear. So they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. They came and filled both boats so full that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at Jesus' knees and said, Go away from me because I'm a sinful man, Lord. For he and all those with him were amazed at the catch of fish they had taken. And so were James and John, Zebedee's son, who were Simon's partners. Don't be afraid, Jesus told Simon. From now on, you'll be catching people. Then they brought the boats to land, left everything, and followed him. So this um, chapter in the section that I read really talks about how Jesus started the disciples and how he found the men that he wanted to really follow him. So Jesus was doing the work of God and he was preaching to crowds. And the first verse says, as the crowd was pressing in on Jesus. So Jesus had a need at that point to get, to not be pressed by the crowd. So he used the first thing he saw. He saw two boats at the edge of the lake. Somebody had left their boats. And the somebody in this case, at least one of them was Simon Peter. Can I just say real quick that um, this lets me know that Jesus was an introvert like your girl. So I'm really just excited to see that the Savior was um, an introvert like me. All right. Okay. See, when the crowd gets too big, we're trying to dip out, you know, and we look for somebody we know to be like, save oh my God. me. This is why I no, take, that's ooh, not what you know what? Did. This is why <laughs> I take, what this is why I take Christina. <laughs> No, you're not going to change the manifestation of God's word in my oh, life. Gosh. Y'all, oh, this Lord is why Jesus. I take Christina with me to networking events because <laughs> Christina is an extrovert and I'm an introvert. And so I was going to like a judge's dinner and I was like, you know what? I need to take somebody with me. You know what? I'm taking Christina. And Christina came. Like, what are you doing today? Christina, Christina <laughs> was talking to everybody in the party. Meanwhile, I talked to like three of the people I knew, which was the judge and like two other people that were my friends. And everybody oh, else, God. I was like, mm, hello, do you want to meet my friend Christina? <laughs> because <laughs> that's what introverts I do. I made like a bunch of new friends too. You did. They're cool. I like them. No, they're great people. But there were also people around that I didn't know. So I was like, mm, bringing Christina. Yep. I mean, so that's oh what gosh. Jesus so, did. Jesus <laughs> was being his introverted self. It was like, yo, where's Simon the extrovert? Boom. You the Simon to my Jesus. <laughs> no, he was girl. like, where's Simon at his boat so I can like get back from all these people and so they can see him like you have to be a little you have to sometimes be a little further away from people in order for them to get the full effect mm -hmm. and in that case Jesus like put me out on the boat put me out on the water so that I can actually be effective because mm -hmm. I can't mm -hmm. have them so close to me at this mm -hmm. point in time because I'm trying to get out information to everybody sometimes you got to so, separate yourself from people so you can do the work that you've been mm -hmm. sent to do Hello. 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 Is this thing on? Hello. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> so it says that Jesus saw two boats. The fishermen had left them. He got into one of the boats, which belonged to Simon, and he asked him to put 
out a little from the land. Then he sat down and was teaching the crowds from the boat. So um, Jesus went to the boat of the person that he knew. The Bible says that he saw two boats and he already knew Simon. We know that Simon had other interactions with him. This was the third interaction. He had one interaction with him in Matthew and the other one in John. So he went to the person that he knew and he asked him, can I use your boat? Can I use the thing that, you know, is your livelihood? Can I use the thing that you're, you have been using all day to catch fish, which probably kind of smell? And I'm going to go on a limb and say, you know, kind of smell. Ooh, ooh, Jesus asked if he could use the thing that defined Simon. They may not have looked like, you know, what a disciple would should have been doing, because for real, for real, these disciples, these fishermen were not the type of people that others would have thought would have been Jesus's disciples. Everybody else who was super well read and knew the Bible back and forth would have been in basically like rabbi school. So mm-hmm. they would have been the Pharisees. They wouldn't have been the people who had these like not menial jobs, but like blue collar jobs. Like they yeah. wouldn't have been those people. These are people who dropped out of Bible school. But Jesus was like, wait, but you're close to the people and you have something that I need. So I want to use you. You may not think you have the tools that you need, but this boat right here mm-hmm. and this experience fishing that I'm about to show you how to fish for something even greater. I'm going to use this right there how often are we asking are we are we asking God you know God I'm just I want you to use my boat God please use my boat use what I already have I don't need to be anymore I don't need to be puffed up I don't need any more accolades I want you to use me for the kingdom just as I am or or on the flip side or on the flip side how many times are we boxing God in to how he can Mm -hmm. use us because our boat doesn't look like somebody else's boat. So because I don't look like, you know, the typical preacher, um, God is not going to use me to be a disciple to other people because I don't look like, you know, or because I'm not sitting in quote unquote, the right place, the right space, because it's not the right time. Mm -hmm. God can't use me. So I've boxed him in to say, oh, it's not the time for him to use my boat. And really God wants us to be open for him to use us way that he desires to, as long as we have that spirit of being open and being willing to be used. I mean, Simon was out there. He was like, look, we didn't catch nothing all day, but all right, fine. If you say so, we'll do it. <laughs> I, was like, I look at the reality of my situation, but God, you said a word. So, all right, cool. I'm going with you. you all right. Right. And the, and the Bible says in, in verse four, you know, after Jesus finished speaking, he said to Simon, Simon, put out your boat. Like they hadn't caught anything all day. And Simon replied, master, master was a reply that you knew Simon already knew him. It wasn't somebody that Simon just met yesterday. Mm-hmm. Simon already had a relationship with Jesus. And he said, you know, we worked hard on like we caught nothing. But if you say so, you know what, God, um, I, my job is really taxing and I'm really frustrated. And I know you said to apply for this new thing. Um, but if you say so, I'll do it. I haven't, I haven't gotten a new job in years. I'm not in the career I want to be in. But if you say so, if you tell me to apply to these other positions, I'll do it. God, I, I really, I feel like I'm unqualified for ministry. I feel like, you know, I don't have the things that the other people have. But if you say so, I'll go ahead and cast my net back out and see if something comes up, see if something happens. We need to have the position where God, God says something says to us like, and we're right. like, okay, if you say so, right. 
we we need some if you I say so spirit like all right listen god this don't look like mm. it's gonna work out but if you say so that was like uh when what's her name he, the angel was like yo you about to get pregnant she was like look i'm 873 years old but if you say so all right <laughs> oh and mary was like i'm sorry i've never had sex before so that really doesn't like human law says <laughs> if you say so, so. If you say so. <laughs> Like we need to have, we gotta have that spirit. And after you know they put their nets down, they caught a, they caught so much fish that that exceeding abundant beyond all that you ask or think. Don't you love how our our sessions come like full circle? Always, like they weren't ready for the exceeding. Always. You know what? Oh my god, I'm feeling so convicted right now. This is so annoying. This is so annoying. I'm feeling so convicted right now. Earlier today, I was talking with one of my besties and I was telling her about some pitches that I wanted to make for some things related to my job. And I was like, she was like, oh, she sent me this thing. She was like, I think this would be great for you to send them a pitch. I was like, yeah, I was thinking about it, but you know what? Just given my position, like, I just feel like I can't do it. I feel like I'm not right. And I was talking myself out of, you know, possibly something that God could exceedingly and abundantly bless me with, but I'm like talking myself out of it. And so here, here I go, not having my, if you say so spirit, because the truth is Mm -hmm. if it's for me, if God has said it for Mm me, Hey, if he says so, then it's not anything I can do to prevent it. The only thing I can do to prevent it is not put myself in position to receive. And so I'm feeling quite convicted mm-hmm. right now. And I don't really appreciate you doing that guy because I thought that the DMs between me and my bestie were like private. <laughs> so if you could just get out of my business, thanks. That's, that's how he works. That's how, and, and I mean, you have to be ready for um, God to move in such a way that a net is something that's supposed to be stretched. A net is something that hair, yes. Yes. <laughs> a net is something that has holes in it and has the the capability to hold a lot of things. But what do we do when our, huh? I'm telling you to be doing our nets here. Yeah. Yeah. What do we do? Like, and they're not supposed to tear, but he has so much for us that if we just have the but if you say so spirit. God, this sounds crazy. If you say so, I'll do it. And then it be, it got so bad that the boats began to sink. Like, I'm sorry. We haven't caught nothing all day. And now the person who God didn't even know was getting blessed just because you around Simon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just because he's around Simon, um, mm. it says that they signaled to the partners in the other boat to come and help them. They came and filled both boats so they began to sink. Make sure you're around they people. Blessed. But they were mm-hmm. they were blessing people who were nearby just because. <laughs> yo, my little. But if you say like, so, sometimes my little sister be like, "Yo, God in the neighborhood, my God in the blessing business." <laughs> so I'm just be out here in the neighborhood <laughs> with blessing. <laughs> that's how Sophia be sometimes. Oh my god! But that's how just that's how I feel it is here, right? It's like my, mm-hmm. the blessings that God is giving me is so great that I can't even help but to share it with others, which means mm-hmm. I like I need to be around people that I know are willing to operate in what God has called them to operate in. Yep. Ooh. Oh, Jesus. Yep. Yep. And and you need to be around when they are signaling to you to come over and come get this. You got to be paying attention. 
Why are you paying attention? Because that means they didn't. That means the people that were fishing did not leave and they were like, oh, this crowd is coming. This Jesus guy, here he go again. Let me let me go ahead and, and clean myself up and roll out before this gets too much. No, clearly they stayed. Clearly Jesus wasn't the one that they knew, but they stayed long enough so that when the over and exceedingly abundantly blessing came, they were able to receive it because they were there in the building and connected to, to Simon. So when Simon saw this, he fell at Jesus' knees and said, go away from me because I'm a sinful man, Lord. For he he and all those who were with him were amazed at the catch of fish they, they had taken. Like Simon, he wasn't saying like, scram Jesus, like he was mad at him, but he's just he's yeah, overwhelmed with gratitude. I am unworthy to receive mm-hmm. all that you've just given me. Yeah. Simon mm-hmm. is me. That humility. <laughs> Simon is me. Oh, wretched man that I am. <laughs> I'm not unworthy. I'm clean. I'm clean. (laughs) Like, like, and the funny thing is, you know, sometimes we, we think we letting Jesus borrow things to use it, but Jesus actually paid something back for the use of his boat. Yeah. Yeah. I use your boat. I mean, I'm going to pay you back. I got you. I got you, bro. Don't worry about it. Like, as long as you allow me to work, I got you tenfold. I'm going to hold you down. You just have to be obedient. Mm Mm-hmm. You just have to be obedient. So it's like God used Simon's profession to advance the gospel. And and God and Jesus said, don't be afraid. Jesus told Simon, from now on, you'll be catching people. Then they brought the boats to land, left everything and followed him. Like God will use what you have in order to advance his kingdom. Like God, Simon was trained as a fisherman. Simon was trained. Have you ever been fishing? I have uh, quite some time ago. Yeah, I hate fishing because I think it's oh, gross. But I've been fair. My dad's a big fisher. I don't like. I like eating the fish. They're not catching the my fish. My best friend goes so, fishing. I'm like, girl, how? Please. They're like, it's a very like. You gotta have patience to fish. Like you're <laughs> sitting out there, and you're like waiting for something to bite. You gotta be ready for the bite. You gotta you gotta use something dirty and gross in order to be attractive to the fish while you're waiting for them. Mm-hmm. You gotta use your strength to pull them up. Fishing is not very passive, especially when you catch something. And then you have to have something to do with the fish after you get it. As disciples of Christ, we have to use our dirt and our things that we go through in order to bring other people into the into church and Christianity and into the word of God because using our pristine self doesn't really attract other people. Yep. So like that fisherman of what Christianity really is. Exactly. We got to use how Jesus really fixes us and cleans us up, but we have to use our dirt to attract and we got to be patient. Like fish aren't going to just bite up. People aren't just going to jump up the first time we say something to them. The first time we dangle our dirt in front of them, we have to be patient Mm -hmm. as we catch people. And then after people bite, we have to use all of our strength to pull them in. It's not 
easy to bring somebody into the fold of God, bring somebody into Christianity, but it's up to us to use all of our strength to reel them in and show them God's love, to tell them about God's love, to show them, show them the Bible. Then after we catch them, we have to be able to do something with them. We can't just, after you catch a fish, you just don't sit it on the boat for it to rot. You have to place it in ice. You have to take care of it. You have to know how to eat it, how to cook it, how to skin it. You have to do all those things that are uh, have such care and um, for for the product for what you're what you you caught that that's kind of how people are that we catch. We have to have care for them. We can't just treat them any old kind of way. We have to really show them how they are valued in Christ. So those same things that Simon had to know being a fisherman, that's the same way we fish for people. So God will use whatever you are and whatever you have to advance his kingdom. It's up to you to let him use his boat. Amen. So this week, think about your boat. What's your boat? Maybe your boat is being an an attorney because, you know, my boat, I use it to advocate for children who are in vulnerable and unsafe situations. Like that's my boat. Like Mm -hmm. what is your boat? Maybe your boat is a teacher and maybe a part of your boat is fishing for kids who are um, in bad situations and helping them get out of those situations through education or through just somebody who cares about them. So figure out what your boat is this week. Find a way for God to use it and remember that God really wants to use those people who aren't quote unquote qualified. Amen. He qualifies the called. Yes, he does. Yep. All right. So we would love to hear back. Give us a little bit of feedback on our group chat this week. Email us at Mary and Martha podcast.com. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear how you see God using your boat to bless others. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little story. Tell us a little bit about it. Or, you know, if you're feeling um, if you're feeling insecure about your boat, email us, ask us to pray for you. We'll cover you in prayer. Right now, what we're going to do is we're going to do the power prayer. We're going to send you off on your week. Um, and hopefully this will bless you until we see you again. So, Heavenly Father, God, mm-hmm. we thank you for bringing us together today, God. We thank you for the privilege that it is to come together in your name. God, today we talked about using our boat, giving ourselves over to you in the state that we are, in the place that we are, in the mental space that we are, with the skills that we have, with the past that we have, with the experiences, with our insecurities, with our confidences, with all of the things that make up the uniqueness of who we are and giving it over to you so you can use us to bless others. God, I ask that for every woman that hears my voice right now, I ask that you would give her the confidence to believe in the boat that you've given her in this life, God. God, whatever she looks like, whatever family she's come from, whatever struggles that she has overcome, whatever adversity she's faced, whatever challenges she's living with right now, God, help her to know that you can use her right now, that you can use her Mm -hmm. right now, that you can use her to bless others right now, that you can use her to pray for others right now, that you can use her to encourage others right now, that you can use her to lift people up right now, that you can use her to pull people into your kingdom, that you can use her as a fisher of men. Mm -hmm. Because for each and every one of us, you've given us that ability to relate to someone else. You've given us that ability to look at our challenges and show someone else that because we overcame, they can overcome too. So God, I thank you for the things that you have allowed us to go through in this life. Mm 
because those are going to be the ways that we hook people up to pull them towards you. And God, we're not doing this for our glory. We're not doing it for our edification, but we're doing it solely for the honor and glory of your name. And so God, I ask that you are empower every single person to believe in who you have called them to be and to believe in the person that they are right now so they can go out and do the work that you set before them. Thank you, God, for this time. Thank you, God, for what we've been through. And thank you, God, for where you're taking us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 So as you go back to work, Keisha, use your boat. Use the boat. Use it. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go out and I'm going to go to church with my body con dress and my cardigan. And oh my gosh! Super high heels, and I'm gonna go out and declare oh the word of God because that's my boat. You know, my boat is okay. Trump heavy. Praise God. We'll see y'all. No. We'll see y'all next week. No, Bye. Okay. <laughs> see y'all next week. <laughs>